Today, we are hearing from career coach Emily Pantel, and she is here with such an important message for you, which is you are not actually your work, nor is your worthiness or your value tied to your work. A lesson that business owners really, really need to learn. Um, Emily's going to be sharing with you um, about how you can put a mindfulness practice in place to really help you to understand this truth, to bring yourself and your own ideas back online rather than sort of running on this programming that you learned that is telling you that you need to achieve and achieve and achieve to prove something about yourself. I love this mindfulness practice that Emily shares. And then she's going to be talking to you about the huge lesson that she learned in her business around taking small steps rather than trying to do everything at once. This has made a big difference for her in her business. I know it made a huge difference for me in my business. So I'm really excited for you to hear this from her and some of the rules that she is breaking in her business as well. Um, including the fact that Emily has a full-time job. There's a lot of stigma around that in the entrepreneurship world. So I'm really excited to be bringing this um, episode specifically to you because I know that some of you out there are doing both. And I want you to know it doesn't make your business any less legit and you're doing it, my friend. All right. Without further ado, here's Emily Pantel. If you love hearing from Emily, um, go and find her work. You can follow her at self over should over on Instagram. You can get on her newsletter. Um, she's going to tell you about what she has available and the programs that she has available, but I'm also going to put all the links in the show notes. So if you want to hear more from Emily, make sure to check out those links there and I hope you enjoy. Is that the sound of a 90s rock radio station? No. That's the sound of the Rule Breaker Takeover, where my rule breaking clients take over the show to share their wisdom, teachings, and lessons from their own business growth. We're a peaceful, loving bunch, but we also reject just about everything that we're supposed to do. And if I say so myself, I think we make the world just a little bit cooler and inspire others to bring out their inner badass. So, deep down, I think we're metal as fuck. If you want to join these rule breakers and myself, you can learn more about the Rule Breakers crew at Brooke dash monahan.com m-o-n-a-g-h-a-n but you don't need to be in that space to be in community with or learn from these brilliant business owners so head to the show notes to find their work because we could all use just a few more badasses in our network hi i'm emily pantel the founder of self Overshed. i'm a career coach who helps overworked achievers transform their relationship with their work. I'm so excited that we get to spend this time together. Wherever you are in your day, in the world, thank you for joining me. First and foremost, if there's one thing that I hope you take away from this episode, it's that you are not your work. Dominant culture conflates your work with your worth, and as a purpose-driven entrepreneur, it can be especially tricky to separate the two. So in the first half of this episode, I'll share with you one of my teachings on the topic of purpose, as well as why cultivating awareness is one of the most valuable practices toward making your impact. In the second half, I'll pay forward some of my learnings from the Rule Breakers crew, including the power of taking small steps and a business rule that I enjoy breaking. 
As a career coach, my work shines a light on the fears that are running the show without our knowledge. Fears like not living up to your potential or falling behind or that your best isn't good enough or that maybe you're not that special after all. I've experienced them all. These fears keep us on the hamster wheel, proving ourselves, feeling burned out, adrift, and disconnected from ourselves. Maybe you can relate. If so, I'll tell you what I mean when I say I help people transform their relationship to their work. If your goals feel far away right now, you might be craving agency over the growth of your business and relief from burnout and confusion. It might seem like you've tried everything to increase the reach of your impact. And worst of all, after all you've tried, you may no longer trust yourself to figure out what to do next. In your efforts to figure it out and make it work, I'm willing to bet that the majority of your time and energy is being directed toward your business. But based on my own experience and the work I do with my clients, the obstacle may not actually be about your business, but rather your relationship to it. What I mean is, you are not your work, and the purpose of your business is not the same as your purpose. I offer a self-paced program called You Are Not Your Work because I believe this misconception is deeply harmful. Conflating your work with your worth is the central issue holding you back from sharing your unique gifts with the world. You are so much more than your work. When we think about the purpose of an object, we think about its purpose like its function. How is this thing useful? But we, humans, are not objects. We're not machines. Our purpose is not to be useful. The purpose of your business might be its function, but your purpose as a human being is to enjoy your life. I really think it's as simple as that. So how do you figure out how to enjoy your life in your business? It involves figuring out what it means to run your business in a sustainable way for you in a way that's aligned with you. I think what's behind all of our striving is the search for meaning. Just remember that you decide what is meaningful to you. Meaning is yours. It's personal. And so awareness and self-trust are an essential foundation. Which brings me to my second point. An awareness practice is a foundational powerful component of running your business. Since you've found your way to Brooks' work, I know you're highly intelligent, deeply committed to your work, and probably naturally introspective. So you might be thinking that you can get by without a dedicated recurring awareness practice. But here's what I know. To run an aligned business, first you have to know what's aligned for you. To understand what's aligned for you, first you have to accept what's not aligned for you. And to accept what's not aligned for you, you have to be honest with yourself. And to be honest with yourself, you have to hear yourself. And right now, you're hearing a lot of other people's voices and shoulds and expectations. So to hear yourself, you have to quiet those other voices. And to do that, you have to get quiet yourself. This is why an awareness practice is essential. To listen to your inner voice, you have to actually hear it first. So to run your business in a way that's sustainable and aligned for you, 
guided by your vision, there needs to be a recurring awareness practice so you can cultivate that self-trust, not just once per quarter when you're planning for the next quarter. For me, one of the ways I do this is by not looking at my phone right away when I wake up in the morning. I wait until after I've brewed my coffee, enjoyed my coffee, pulled tarot cards, and written in my journal. Then I will check my phone. I wait so that I can spend time with my own thoughts before my phone tells me what I should be paying attention to or thinking about. This is as important as other recurring business tasks, like balancing your books or even marketing. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and say that your awareness practice is more important than those other things. Because technically, those other things could be done by somebody else. If you had the means, you could hire someone to do those things for you. But cultivating awareness to build self-trust to ensure that you approach and grow your business in a way that's sustainable and aligned for you, only you can do that. If you're craving some support in establishing an awareness practice or recalibrating your existing practices, I recommend signing up for my newsletter. I'm putting the finishing touches on a free guide that'll help you craft what I call resonant rituals. It's what I like to call my awareness practice. And you'll be notified via my newsletter as soon as that comes out. Now, last but not least, my final takeaway for you. I'm going to make the case for taking small steps instead of a big leap. Once you've grounded yourself in your awareness practice, you can hear your inner voice. When it comes time to take inspired action from your inner voice, small steps are where it's at. Small steps count. I say this emphatically because we're taught to think the small stuff doesn't count because dominant culture values achievement over growth. But when we think this way, we deny ourselves the opportunity to appreciate progress and the courage required to make it in a sustainable way. We're taught that simple means unremarkable, but that's a lie to keep us distracted while we hustle toward achievement. And the result is we stay stuck unfulfilled and doubting ourselves. The truth is, simple is elegant. It's clear, no bullshit. Simple is direct and efficient. And so small steps amount to the impact of a big leap when you take them consistently. You may even lap the version of yourself that's perpetually preparing for a big leap. So remember this, you don't need to change everything in your life for everything in your life to change. Now, switching gears, I want to pay forward some of my learnings from my experience in the Rule Breakers crew. When I first joined the Rule Breakers crew, I was grappling with fear of failure. I had launched my business about six months prior, and it had been a dream in the making for several years. I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up, and so once I launched a business that I finally felt truly connected to, the fear of failure quickly overcame my excitement. So I thought, well, if this fails, the fuck else will I do? I joined the Rule Breakers crew because intellectually, I understood the value of a growth mindset and experimentation, but it's another thing entirely to believe it and to actually act accordingly. My biggest area of personal growth in my business has come from learning that 
Purpose is not something we find, but something we create continuously. Messaging that I'd received throughout my life encouraged me and you, most likely, to find my purpose and discover my passion. And as far back as childhood, when adults asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? All of that instilled in me the mistruth that once I found my purpose, then everything would click into place. Uncertainty and confusion would dissolve. The linear path forward would reveal itself. I'd have a clear path forward for the rest of my life. As it turns out, purpose is not a destination. It's a direction. Here's how I learned this. The connection to purpose that I feel in my business is a connection that I searched for. I longed for all my life. Not knowing what I wanted to be when I grew up haunted me because I thought I was wasting my potential. But in recent years, after diligently just following my curiosity, eventually I discovered coaching. And I thought, this is it. The thing I meant to do at last. And yes, at last. But not the end. It was like I'd unlocked a whole new expansion pack in a video game of uncharted territory that brought its own uncertainties and challenges. And just as before, the same temptation to follow the shoulds is still there. Marketing strategies, content calendars, copywriting best practices, branding guidelines, pricing structures, all of that really killed the whole Eureka vibe I had going on. Through working with Brooke and understanding her framework, of the five stages from rule follower to game changer, I can see now that in my search to find my purpose, I was seeking savior. Brooke describes seeking savior as the expectation that the quote right way will gracefully deliver results. In my case, it was the expectation that finding my purpose would lead to clarity from then on. Here's why I share the story with you. Dominant culture implies that purpose is simply what you do, to the point that what do you do is the default verbal handshake when meeting someone new. But in my business, I've learned that for all the importance of the what, coaching, the how is what actually brings me day-to-day -day fulfillment, the literal activities of what I do every day. So while I searched my whole life for my purpose, I've learned that feeling fulfilled is what I truly wanted all along. And fulfillment resides in the how, not the what. So if you're out there and you're wondering what happens when you're not feeling fulfilled by your purpose-driven business, I want you to remember that your business may be what you do, but even more critical is how you do it, specifically doing it in a sustainable and aligned way. As a result of that learning, I've embraced practice itself. I used to recoil from the word practice because I thought doing something with the expectation that I would never master it sounded like my personal hell. I used to define myself by what I had mastered. My mastery was my identity. I grew up playing classical music, which meant I learned practice makes perfect. As in, we practice in order to achieve perfection. 
After a number of years, once I understood that purpose is not a destination, I was able to accept that we never really arrive. And that has allowed me to surrender to the true nature of practice, not for perfection, but for well-being and progress. As a result, the stakes that I've been holding at their absolute maximum have lowered to a level I can be proud of without being stressed by. Before I go, I'll leave you with the story of a rule I'm breaking in my business. I also work a 9-to-5 job, and it's unrelated to my business. I consider this a rule that I'm breaking because I've encountered some stigma around this in the entrepreneurship space. Like the misconception that having a full-time job or even a part-time job outside of your business means that your business is not successful, or that you've failed in your business, or that you're not all in, and that's why your business hasn't X, Y, or Z yet. But in reality, working a 9-to-5 job alongside being a business owner is one of the healthiest things for my business. It helps me avoid approaching it from scarcity, and instead... I can focus on just running and growing it to make the most impact in the most aligned way. Is my time more limited? Yeah. But that creates conditions for me to be really intentional and focused when I show up to my business, and more likely to prioritize taking care of myself so that I can show up to my business during those very specific windows of time. That's where the small steps come in. I take small steps most days of the week, And I'm quite sure that I'm farther along as a result of that approach than if I had all the time in the world to over-prepare for taking a big leap. To be clear, for all my talk on the importance of listening to yourself, doing this work in community makes all the difference. It makes the hard stuff less arduous, and it makes the great stuff feel like even more of a win. When... We're surrounded by a dominant culture that is literally designed to prevent you from listening to yourself, designed to keep us distracted and disconnected through noise and staying busy. The Rule Breakers crew is kind of like wearing noise-canceling headphones. Approaching my business in a sustainable and aligned way is so much more effective and enjoyable among a group of other business owners who reaffirm and encourage the work of listening to yourself and who join you in doing so. Maybe I'll see you in there. For now, I want to thank Brooke for offering me the opportunity to speak with you, and thank you again for sharing your time with me and taking a moment to put yourself over should. Transcend Your Dichotomy is a production of Passion and Process Collaborative, LLC. The podcast is produced by me, Brooke Monahan, with post-production and marketing support from Alex Henderson. If you want to support me in the show, the best way to do that is to subscribe, leave a rating and a review, and share with someone who you know needs to hear it. To take the free Circumventing Should DIY workshop and start getting my newsletter where I drop all of my best work, go to brooke-monahan.com. That's M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. Love y'all. See you next week.